0: Welcome to the Power Word Dumb Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and James.
1: Oh, that's now where we started. Yeah, now we've started. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I wanted to try something instead of just kind of rambling. Oh, about our about our D and D sessions and campaigns and stuff like that. But we've been doing so good with rambling. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Watch listening to myself not be able to complete a coherent thought and just go off on a squirrel. Trail, <laughs> kind of like I'm doing right this second. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be cool to like go into a deep dive on a specific thing about D and D and. A lot of my inspiration comes from monsters. I'll see a monster that I like, and then I'll start writing a campaign about it.
0: Like a macaroni monster. <laughs> yes, like <laughs> a macaroni.
1: The, the macaroni—they weren't the monsters. It was the cheese that was the monster.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah,
1: but that's that's where my inspiration comes from. So, it's usually in the form of a miniature. To be to be honest with you, I'll have like this is a cool mini. Let's let's buy this, and then I'll write <laughs> I'll put a, find a justification to put that on the tabletop. Um, and that's exactly where this one came from as well. I've got miniatures of these monsters, and then I'm like, I want to learn more
0: about them. So is this, is this kind of like a, a cheat for me for our next campaign, or no. for our next session? you just nope. like, I get to learn about the monsters beforehand? Nope. Oh, it's worth a shot. Nope, because, <laughs> uh, I mean, you might see these monsters, but it's not going to be
1: in like, hey, next session, these are going to be there. <laughs> like, okay. it's, that would be funny, and I that was something... I almost did, but then I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't do that because the of the campaign. I can't do that. <laughs> so I'll hold off. So what we'll be doing, we'll be doing a retrospect in that fact. It's like, hey, here's the session. Here's the monster. Now we're going to do a deep dive on it. That might be interesting. Yeah, we could
0: definitely do that.
1: Yeah. Um, but I wanted to start with a monster that... The, the, There's no relation. It's just I had a miniature. I looked at it, and I said, I want to know more about it. And then I I, I listened to other podcasts and stuff like that that are deep dives into certain things. And I'm like, this would be a lot of fun. Because I've never delved deep into a monster's lore. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with a quote. And I'm going to start with this quote. I'm going to read off this quote. It's two paragraphs. So let me read the paragraphs. Okay. And then based on those clues, I want you... James, to try and guess the monster. From if you can guess the monster from this first quote, I I don't know what reward I'll give you, but I will be amazed.
0: You know what? I'll take advantage on on a roll in okay. our campaign.
1: Advan- I'll give okay. I'll give you advantage on. Oh, okay. Is no, okay. Don't, don't get ahead. I'll give you advantage on a roll. Ab- okay, absolutely. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I got I got two hints set up. Okay. If you can get it on this. Okay. No. No. I got it. If you, I'll give you advantage on two rolls if you can get it on the first one. Okay. I'll give you advantage on one roll if you can get it on the second one. Gotcha. Because I set up the first one, and I'm like, that's kind of fucking hard. Let's do the second one.
0: Okay. Is now a good time to tell you that I have never opened a single D&D book? That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> because if you remember last session...
1: Uh, your, uh, your, uh, uh, initiative modifier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fun fact. You get to add that. Uh, I, I didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your dexterity bonus plays into your initiative.
1: <laughs> that made me so happy. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, that, that just lets me know everyone's just having fun without delving too much into like yeah, the, absolutely. The, the obscure stuff. So uh, you're distracted by the stupid cool stuff like that. <laughs> it's
0: true. Yeah. It's true. And the beautiful minis.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, Um, so let's get into it. They feature in the nightmare tales of many races, great hairy beasts that creep through the shadows as quiet as cats. If you walk alone in the woods, one will reach out of the bushes to strangle you. If you stray too far from the house at night, they will scoop you up and devour you in their den. If one of them cuts off your head, your soul stays trapped inside, and the monsters will magically control all of whom you once knew. Lurid tales such as these have flowered from seeds of truth. While the creatures do rely on strength and stealth, and they do prefer to attack at night, and they do take the heads of enemy leaders They are no more likely to eat people indiscriminately than humans are. These creatures are not likely to attack lone travelers or wandering children unless they have something to gain from it. From the viewpoint of the rest of the world, their aggression and savagery are thankfully offset by their
0: rarity and lethargy. See, alright. I may not have opened a D and D book, mm-hmm. but I have, uh, I have seen almost every single Marvel movie. Um, and I think that this could be, uh, the star of Captain Marvel, the Flurkin. It looks like a cat, but it actually has an interdimensional, uh, portal inside its mouth that can eat and hold things many times its size, something close to a bag of holding with teeth, uh, I think that was a James Gunn movie back in the day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but that, that um, be really funny. I <laughs> it's like do you do? It's like yeah, you pull something out of the bag, but you're going to take some damage. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So that is that is guest number one. It mm-hmm. is a flurkin. Okay. Um, it looks like a cat, uh, but uh, and is uh, can eat people, but is discriminate about who it eats.
1: Uh, th- uh, th- wrong. Okay, I, right. you but, know I'll take that one. That's a it was a wild guess. But I'm sad that it's not. <laughs> that, I really am. All right, so here is hint two. Okay, okay. They resemble hairy, feral goblins, standing seven feet tall. They took their names from their noses and claws, which were similar to those of bears.
0: Noses and claws that are similar to bears. Mm-hmm. Are, are we talking about an owl bear? No. Oh. That's a. That's a good. No, no, no.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll give you one more because you you latched onto one part of that. Okay. You latch onto the bears. Okay. They resemble hairy, feral goblins standing seven feet tall. Owl bears have beaks and claws. Yeah. And,
0: I know. I was yeah.
1: hmm. uh, it, it, it just, I I feel like we're on the precipice
0: of just saying it. Is it a goblin bear? Uh, <laughs> Feral goblin bear. No yeah
1: <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. It's a bugbear.
0: Oh okay. yeah.
1: Bugbears. The the one of the one of the more iconic D&D monsters, but kind of got left behind a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I've I've listened to a couple of different podcasts that uh, have campaigns, and, and I've played some, and that is not a th- creature that I'm familiar with. Yeah, because bugbears, they are kind
1: of like the big brutish characters. Like, when you look at them, you're like, oh, that's just kind of like a big, like, that's the in-between stage of a goblin and an ogre, maybe. Okay. And that's that's all that's can okay, you kind of write them off as? There's a lot that goes into them. But, you know, once I started reading them, I'm like, oh, okay. There's there's actually some substance to these guys. Not much, but there is something. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. So okay. at first, I'm going to start with where my, you know, the inspiration came from. Miniatures that I had. I have a set of five bugbear miniatures that I that I that I got, and that's where this all started from. Yeah. Yeah. So. My sources, they come from the Greyhawk uh, wiki. The Greyhawk is a campaign setting in okay. uh, uh, Advanced D&D, I believe it is. There's the Forgotten Realms wiki, which is current editions of D&D. Right. And then also Volo's Guide to Monsters. Okay. Um, this idea, this concept of how, like, hey, me teaching you, this came from a podcast that, you know, I, I, I guess I better mention them. They're called Adeptus Ridiculous. That's where I learned most of my Warhammer stuff okay. that I put into our campaign. Um, so that's where the concept came in, and then I'm like, hey, I really like that concept. Let's do it with D&D. It's just an excuse for me to learn more about monsters. Yeah. <clears throat> so Any excuse you can take. Yeah. Now, one of the rules that I'm going to establish here, there is some difference between the uh, the additions. Mm-hmm. Like, in... The Greyhawk setting, which is advanced D&D, Bugbears, uh, like they had priests and shamans, whereas the newer editions, like in Volos, they say they don't have priests and shamans. So there's some contradictions there. Okay. Anytime there's a contradiction like that, I'm going to err on the side of the more recent editions. Okay. So in this context, excuse me, they won't have priests and shamans. I'll still mention that, but I'll I'll make sure to kind of note that, hey, current editions say
0: this. Right. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Can I ask a can I ask a silly uneducated question? Absolutely not. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Uh so as somebody who's new to D and D, like I I didn't play at any of the earlier iterations. Um, so I, I started with five E and that's that's kind of all I've all I've known. Um I know that things change over time. Is there a reason outside of just continuity sake for like making that change so if 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 your knowledge of bugbears came from uh, the previous iteration and you you added it to your campaign is is anyone going to be like um <laughs> actually <laughs> i was reading volo's guide of monsters and it states that that's not true is, is that something that happens often or is is that just kind of like uh me sitting at the table going, hey, you know a lot more about this than I do. That sounds kick-ass. Here we go. Let's play. Um, I guess, honestly,
1: me saying that is to cover bases of someone coming at me in the <laughs> comments like that saying, well, in the Greyhawk, they were like this. I, I just wanted to kind of clear the air and also maybe if we do this in the future moving forward, yeah. those, establish the rules here and maintain that because... Um, it was just something I was thinking about, really. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, if you're writing DD, you can you can neglect all of this stuff. You could get rid of it. You could say bugbears are hyper intelligent and they they shoot laser beams out of their eyes if you really want to. That's the beauty of DD, right? But <clears throat> the main reason that I wanted to go over the lore and stuff like that that's been established is because that lore, reading the lore helped me build combat encounters around them. Okay. And I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to get a little bit later about yeah, like, yeah. Uh, combat scenarios and like that. But, you know, in, in maybe just having like a, like a central source where if you just want to learn about an obscure monster and put it in your game. You know, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like a plan. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I don't absolutely. Know. I kind of just went off yeah, scroll No, trail that there. totally
0: makes sense, and I, I and I agree. I think having mm-hmm. like a baseline, mm-hmm. like a okay, well, this is this is what the rules say. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to DD, especially if you're playing a, a home game, the the rules are uh, only pertinent if you choose to make them so.
1: Yeah. Bugbears made their first D D appearance in the Greyhawk campaign setting. I mentioned that earlier, but come to find out, bugbears actually have. Uh, roots in folklore, like in our universe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was, they, their origins are, uh, they're boogeymen. Um, and one of their boogeymen names is Bugaboo. Okay. <laughs> Bugaboo. And like the bugbears in folklore were the type of, hey, don't go too far from the house or the bugbear will get you. Kind of like like the old stories that parents would tell their, tell their children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they so stay in line. I thought that was really cool to learn as well. Uh, funny story, I had a girlfriend who called me, like, her nickname was for me was Bugaboo. Okay. So I don't know what she meant by that. I mean, uh, I mean, I did, like, stay out in the forest and snatch children. But, yeah. But, I mean, I, didn't, I don't think she knew that. I mean, that would be weird if she did. I mean, it, it is what it is. Okay, so getting back on track. So um, one thing that I had no idea was bugbears are in the goblin family. Okay. All right, because you see bugbears, and bugbears are these hulking beast. And then you, goblin's tiny. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and I knew that, that tall, feral goblin
0: thing would, would throw you off a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Because I had no idea. That was kind of like you being like, this is a, a jumbo shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something that's never made sense to me, but they are delicious. So there's actually
1: three members of the Goblinoid race. There's goblins, bugbears, and hobgoblins. I okay. have a quote from a. Um, his name is Slave Lord Stallman Klim.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna guess that's like a guess like a, a pseudonym of some sort.
1: Maybe you know. If
0: not, his he- parents really wanted to give him, wanted him to get into D and D. Yeah, yeah, D and D with the name Slave Lord.
1: It's like, He's not going to get invited to too many tables. No. Hey, I've no. got this character, Slave Lord. I'm going to stop you there. Okay. About that. All right. So here's the quote. If you want soldiers or thugs, hire hobgoblins. If you want someone clubbed to death in their sleep, hire bugbears. If you want mean little fools, hire goblins. Okay. So I thought that was a cool like, yeah. intro to the goblinoids, and that kind of sums up all of them. We Hey, goblins and hobgoblins might be something I cover in the future. Okay. After learning about this. So, but back on track for hobgoblins. Not hobgoblins. Excuse me, bugbears. <laughs> um, bugbears actually prefer, prefer to avoid conflicts. Okay. Yeah, you look at them, and when you see a a, a bugbear, they are massive, seven feet tall, solid muscle. Okay. So
0: you think in your mind, and you see that, it, it's like that, he wants to rip people apart. That's what he does for fun. There for a second, I thought I was a bugbear. You were like, he's very tall, mm-hmm. uh, avoids conflict, and then you said solid muscle, and I realized, well, I'm out. I mean, you you could be, you could be, you know, you know like
1: fat with power, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that you're fat.
0: No, no, go ahead, say it, that's, fine,
1: that's with, fine. No, no, it was a P H A T, P-H-A-T, you know? <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so they prefer to avoid conflicts, and they don't, So they prefer to avoid conflicts when they don't have a clear advantage. Okay. So they're very much about ambush. Okay. They like to hide in the bushes, wait for an advantage, and then attack. And if they lose that advantage, they run away. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting because, once again,
0: that does not fit the appearance of the bugbear. Yeah, no. It's. I mean, that's... That's like Civil War tactics back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going to jump out of the bushes. We're going to we're gonna throw rocks at you. We're going to you know, bite you. And then if you start to win, we're going to run away. <laughs> that's uh, American the history, old, folks. The, the I old, went to school to be a history teacher. So the old, you can take that to the bank. You went to school to be a history teacher? I did, yeah. Ah. Never taught after I got my degree. But, you know. Well, you, you taught me something. Hey, look at there. The more you know. The good, old, da da. the good old rock
1: and run. All right, so they are rarely part of Frontline Battles they'll run away uh, if they feel at risk. Um, an interesting thing is whenever they run away, they, there's a form of madness that takes hold of them. Anytime they do like something cowardly, they're inflicted with a form of madness. And, you know, I'm gonna hold off this, sec- okay. this section of madness later on because a little bit further on down. Another reason, so the, the madness is one of the reason that they run away, another reason that they run away is because of how few there are. Okay. I thought this was an interesting thing, and uh, this part also made me feel stupid. Uh, the Volos book describes the species as not very fecund. Okay. Have you ever heard of that word before?
0: I, it's one of those words I feel like I've heard and went, oh, that's a weird word. Uh, so it means uh, producing or capable
1: of producing an abundance of offspring or new growth.
0: Fertile. Okay. So think like pandas. Just yeah. not interested. Bugbears in, are pandas. Like, I wouldn't want to be attacked by a panda, Ooh. but I also feel like if I just went boo to a panda, it might run away. Hmm. So now I'm just
1: Oh man, now I'm just thinking of like reskin panda warriors. <laughs> 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 um so that newer editions added added just a little bit more, just a little bit more. A little bit more spice. A little, okay. bit, a little okay. bit more chef's kiss, if you will. And do you, you want to know what they did to make them just a little bit spicy?
0: I do want to know. They Tell made, me. They made them sleepy boys. <laughs> they made them tired. Is this is this from Volo's? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure Volo took his kids to the zoo, and they saw the panda exhibit, and he was very inspired.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, they got rid of the priests and shamans, like I mentioned before, and they made the bugbears lazy. Okay. They made them lazy, and they made them bullies. They were they were always kind of rude boys, but now they're like, I'm gonna push the goblins around, and they're gonna do the stuff. Okay. All right. So here's another quote for you. I just like quotes; they're just fun. Yeah. All right. At their core, bugbears are ambush predators, accustomed. To long periods of inactivity broken up by short bursts of murderous energy. <laughs> Ferocious, though they may be. Bugbears aren't built for extended periods of exertion. I want you to keep this in mind. Okay. Okay, because this is going to come into play later on in kind of like the second chapter okay. of what we're doing here. Okay. Another interesting thing about them is bugbears tend to stick into close knit families. More gangs than families, but the gangs are typically made up of elders, children, and stuff like that. I gotcha. And they'll work together, but when times get hard, they tend to get selfish, and they'll even exile members from the gang.
0: Oh. This is from the
1: book. I don't like this idea. Okay. All right. I'm not a huge fan of it because the book made an emphasis on they avoid conflict because they can't, you know... uh, Reproduce as strongly. Right. Uh, but they're willing to exile members. I mean, the book states that, hey, a, a single bugbear is still capable in the wild and they can join up with another gang. Yeah. But it just seems kind of
0: a little bit contradicting. Yeah. I don't think Vin Diesel would ever be a bugbear. No, he's all about the family. He's all about family. And I thought that's what you were going to say at first. It's like, this is just like Fast and the Furious. And then you were like, but sometimes they kick him out. I'm like, nope, there that goes. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm more in line with Vin Diesel's bugbear family. You know what? I, I think
1: <gasps> a bunch of, like,
0: a bunch of like bugbears that are stealing like horse and buggy. You're stealing horrible DVD players. <laughs> because that's how long Fast and the Furious has been around. That was what they were stealing in the first movie. They were stealing- was portable DVD players. Really? That was the high-tech thing they were stealing. Holy.
1: <laughs> okay. I oh man, I needed a break to process that. Yeah. That's like okay, so there's certain things as 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 I get older, when I hear it, it I have to stop what I'm doing and process that. You uh-huh. know what another one was? What's that? Oh, okay. Fruit Loops. Yeah. They're
0: only lemon lime flavored. Yeah, there's only one flavor. It's only lemon lime, and and the the if you look at the box, it's not F R U I T. It's F R O O T. Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. No fruit. What? <laughs> it's just my childhood was a lie. You know what? If advertisers of children's cereal don't have to follow rules, then neither do people who play D anD. D. You're right. I think we just solved that. Bugbear's laser's done. Done and done. Done and done. Family. I'm gonna close the. <laughs> 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 there's
1: there's there's a group of bugbears that are stealing horse and buggy carts, full of full of
0: um. Oh, uh, what's the uh, the you wind it up and it plays music. The gramophone. The gramophone. <laughs> we have to help the Amish. They really needed our help two weeks ago, but they had to write us a letter. They couldn't call us.
1: Oh, that would be funny, like a group of like <laughs> an Amish group in D anD D that does it like. It's like, or just normal folk. They just they they don't no like magical no items. magic, no Everything. nothing. <laughs> just just every, it's like, oh, oh, man. I
0: don't know how those people live, and it's just like they're just normal. Yeah, yeah. And now I kind of want to. I'm coming up with all these ideas. I'm, I'm glad that we're recording this podcast because over the over time, I'm going to go back and listen to all of these campaign ideas yeah. we've had and we're going to bring them back in some Absolutely. way, shape, form, or fashion. You, you don't think I've started right in the Nickelodeon
1: Expanding <laughs> Universe? You don't think I've started that? I'm doing it. I don't know when it's going to be
0: completed, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> Whoops. Now that we referenced cat, dog, let's get back to Bugbears. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you so much. <laughs> all right.
1: Um... So the next part that we're gonna get into is their religion. This this part was actually really cool because this part was a lot more fleshed out than I thought it was gonna be. Okay. And there's not much that's changed in between the two editions. Well, that's good. Yeah. So <clears throat> Bugbears the, the only thing that's really changed is the like the Pantheon and the relationships in their pantheon. Okay. So the Bugbears worship two main gods. Oh God! And okay, so once again, do not rip me apart in the comments if I butcher these names. Okay, these are made-up names. <clears throat> the two gods that they uh, worship are Hugrek and Grankhul. Okay, Kazunte. Thank, thank you. Um, they're brothers. That was the new the new thing that they added. Originally, they were just. Separate deities, but now they're brothers, which I really like that. Idea okay, okay, because basically what they are is the two brothers are kind of like they're kind of like the bugbear yin and yang. Okay, one of the brothers, Hugrek, H R U G G E K, H-R-U-G-E-K. H-R-U-G-E-K. Hrugek Sure. Okay, he's the stronger elder brother. Okay, and they and the bugbears attribute their strength to him. Okay, Greg Cool. G-R-A-N-K-H-U-L. Okay. He is the cunning younger brother. And bugbears attribute their stealth to him. But an interesting thing, Grand Cool sapped the vigor from the bugbears, making them sleepy boys. Oh. But it's not a bad thing to them. The bugbears don't consider this a bad thing because they're very appreciative of their stealth because if they didn't have the stealth, they would just be bumbling around like ogres that's true yeah so they I thought that was kind of cool yeah and so those the uh, those two brothers are kind of like the bugbear yin and yang okay okay and um one other interesting thing and I want you to remember this concept okay because this is going to play heavily into the next section okay okay Hrugrek keeps the severed heads of his enemies as trophies and he places them on spikes. These heads beg for mercy or sing another word that I didn't know what it was uh, payans. Okay. Songs of praises or triumph. When Hrugrek sleeps Grand cool, who sap the energy or the, the vigor from the bugbear so he doesn't sleep. Right. And he watches over H- Hrugrek. So Grankul watches over Hrugrek as he sleeps. Okay. And then Grankul whispers words into the severed heads to do commands, and the heads act as things like the alarm spell.
0: Because you said earlier they maintain their soul in their head. That was a myth. Oh, okay. so uh, yeah. That I was trying. To, I was trying to call back. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was.
1: You. I was paying attention. I got you. I appreciate that. Um, I do not spoil anything. Uh, <laughs> okay. 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 Keep that energy. Um, so that's that's the lore that's been established that Hrugrek has all these severed heads around that if someone were to approach approach uh, him they would go off and they would Rick would, would be and he would be snuck up on right 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 so just remember the heads okay we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna bring back the heads so those are the two brothers those are the two main gods there's two other um members of the goblin pantheon that I'm gonna talk about okay and then, and then we're gonna go to the next part so oh, fuck this name hmm <laughs> 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 mag Maglu maglubiet maglubiet I think I got that right yeah yeah maglubiat mag-lu-biet. Yeah, oh, man, mag-lu-biet. Maglubiet's kid yeah
0: Maglubiet. yeah we went to
1: different schools together yeah 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 so maglubiat is the leader of the Goblin pantheon think of Goblin
0: Zeus when you think okay. of him okay, okay. um he- are we talking like real Greek mythology Zeus or are we talking like Disney Hercules Zeus like happy-go-lucky like <laughs> I'm a good dad or like I went out for a pack of cigarettes thousands of times and never came back. Any of those times. Yes. Gotcha. Both. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um,
1: <clears throat> I don't know a whole lot. To be fair, I don't know a whole lot of this guy. I know that he basically um, brought all of them together to form a stronger species. He mm-hmm. he formed like the goblinoid race because originally they were all separate. Okay. Um, one of the things is um, he uh, Maglubiat conquered uh, Grand Cool and Hugrek. But as a sign of respect, he let them do their own thing. Okay. Kind of. And that plays into the lore of if bugbears ever join something called a host, I'm air quoting this, that is all the goblinoids being brought together.
0: Okay. And
1: the bugbears say, hey, Maglubiet is bringing us back together. Okay. To form this. A side note this is not going to play anything to you, but if anyone is listening, they're a huge Warhammer fan. Um, a host is kind of like an Orkwa. Ah, oh, the old wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I don't want to, fuck. I want to talk about hosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... Okay, <clears throat> okay. So that's that's their Zeus. Okay. Okay. So there's a there's a few other deities, but the one I want to talk about. The other reason I latched onto this guy was because of his name. Okay. Okay. And Hit me with he, it. And he plays into the uh, the, uh, the the madness. <laughs> C- c- Skig sc- scig-
0: Skigarette Okay c- because It looks like cigarette Yeah Yeah, yeah. cigarette. Yeah. You take that when you're trying to stop smoking Yeah Yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the As soon as I saw that name I'm like There's a They
1: have a god named
0: cigarette Like what the fuck is this Oh see I went Nicorette Like the oh. gum that you chew Or the patches That's smarter <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: Yeah I respect that. We both that went to tobacco. Yeah, no, but okay. But then reading about this guy, I'm like, "This is fucking cool." Um, Skigaret, do you remember the madness I mentioned earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime they're taken over by the madness, they are influenced by Skigaret. Okay. Skigaret is a solid pitch black fur bugbear with red skin. So bugbears typically have fur on like the backs, shoulders, forehead, and stuff like that. And then they're more like underbelly portions. Yeah. Those are all like fleshy colored. Well, okay. he is He's pitch black for red skin. Okay. So automatically looks fucking cool as shit. Right, right, right. Um, he is their, uh, they're basically, he's hes the boogeyman's boogeyman. Oh. Yeah, that's how they, that's how they reference him. And anytime they're feared, they're scared, they say they're under the influence of skigarette And they run away. And they don't like regret being scared they're just like, I need to forget about it
0: immediately. Otherwise, cigarette's going to come back. I don't... I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't know if they understand how emotionally healthy they are. It's like, I'm losing in a battle. I'm scared. I'm going to run away. And it's okay that I'm scared because I don't want to die. How, is, how am I going to continue my my race of people? If if you know we're having enough trouble mating as it is. You know how hard it is to mate when you're dead? Uh, that's 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 a healthy way of looking at it. I think you're looking
1: at it from a from a too smart perspective. <laughs> it's it's a big s- scary ghost bear man. He's inside my head. I need to run.
0: Oh, okay. And well, then yeah.
1: and then as soon as you as soon as they 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 shake that fear, they're like, I don't need to acknowledge it ever again. I need to swallow <laughs> well, that so emotion. It's the exact down. exactly. So it's, they it's... they repress everything. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you're saying that, I'm like, I don't know about this one.
0: Emotionally stressful situations and then repressing all of those emotions. Maybe I am a bugbear. Yeah. Oh, God. Bugbears <laughs> bug are just... Okay. Not saying this is about you, but now,
1: now when we say this, it's just like bugbears suffer from like severe depression <laughs>
0: because they're just sleeping all the time. And you and, know what depression medicine they take? What's a up? Sniggerette. <laughs> Talk to your doctor about cigarette. If you have an erection more than four
1: <laughs> hours after taking cigarette, consult your doctor. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. Okay. All right. So that's the end of their lore chapter. Okay. Okay. Next up, I want to go over that. Because that their lore really inspired a bunch of like combat things. What can you do with bugbears in combat? Because when you look at their stat block, it's not very impressive. Okay. Keep in mind they are a CR one creature. Hey, what does CR mean? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it is it, com. It's challenge rating, combat rating. It's a fucking imaginary number that
0: doesn't mean anything can i be honest i i literally that that came up to me recently because we had our we had our game this past sunday mm-hmm. and uh i was looking we leveled up our characters and i was looking at some of the things for my character and one of the things i have is i can summon animals oh
1: god god fuck it, damn it
0: and so it's like you can summon one of this type or two of this rating or four of this rating and and I I had no idea. So, you know what? Because you brought That's up right. that, hey, you don't know about uh, your whatever role. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do a little studying on my character before next week, and here we are. So, not to go off too
1: in too much of a tangent, that can really slow down a game. I just want to I just want to warn you if you, I might, I don't want to nerf this spell, but when you have like fifteen CR one and a half creatures
0: yeah oh no no I, yeah and, yeah. And, yeah and I understand I'm not yeah. I'm
1: not gonna okay thank God yeah. okay so <laughs> getting back on track the, okay not getting back on track challenge rating whenever you design an encounter yeah. and you're and you're saying if you stick strictly to what the challenge rating tells you you're never going to have no I mean I don't want to make that bold of a statement. It, it doesn't make sense, because, yeah. because your group, I have put you in encounters that are, by the CR rating, are deadly. Right. And deadly is like, someone should die. Yeah. You guys have just shat all over the encounter. <laughs> and then I've put you in encounters that are easy, and you've almost died. Uh-huh. Yeah. It. it, it it's, it's, it's not an easy it's not an easy thing to fit into a game.
0: I, I actually just saw a, a meme on Facebook earlier today that was somebody complaining about... It was a critical role meme, and it was characters yelling at Matt Mercer uh, that it's a, a combat rating, or like, th- we all almost died. And he said, CR is, is combat rating, not cuddle rating. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's good. Well, see, as a DM, when you're designing an
1: encounter... C- CR is no help. It, yeah. it really isn't because they they take like the health of the monster and its abilities and then they give you this arbitrary number. Well, I've I've almost killed people with something that is an easy encounter. So it it's not easy to go off of. Right. All right. Uh, uh, that's why the biggest advice I can give out from DM to DM is to cheat. Not cheat the roles, but if if your players are just shitting all over an encounter, make it a little bit more difficult. Add a right. few, add a few elements to it. if 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 they're getting shit on by the encounter, nerf it down a little bit. because because it doesn't take anything away. It's because the the CR stuff is so shit at doing what it needs to do. It's hard for you as a DM to plan. right. So that's why
0: I say... Cheat. It, it makes me think of uh, whenever I first started playing DD and started looking into it, I got on Reddit and and always take a grain of salt, pinch of salt, yeah. handful of salt when you get on Reddit and read things. Uh, but this was actually a really sweet thing. It was a, a teacher who had started a DD group uh, for his grade school. Cool. And the kids would get together and they'd play for like an hour after school once a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the kids dm the game they play the game it's not him dming for them he because he wants everybody to learn the skills yeah and one of the kids was dming and everybody was battling this giant dragon and he walked around behind the dm and saw that there were no notes there was no <laughs> anything and he was just he didn't say anything he just let it play out and then after they finished and everybody's leaving he asked the kid to stay and was just like hey uh I noticed you didn't have any notes, like about how many hit points the dragon had, or or anything like that. Uh, would you mind telling me what you were thinking uh, in that situation? Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Yeah, we just fight the dragon until it's not fun to fight the dragon anymore." And he's yeah, like, "That's he's like, I'd never really thought about that." And I was like, "Oh, that makes so much more sense." <laughs> A child is wise beyond his <laughs> years. Right, that child. child actually grew up to be uh, Ryan Daughtry.
1: No, that was not me. Because um, uh, that was my, my my more accomplished twin. <laughs> um, I grew up uh, making dick dragons. <laughs> <laughs> that that child seems well adjusted. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that that's that's such a it's such a more engaging way to make a combat. Is, is doing it how that kid did it. If you stick to the papers and everything like that, you could easily kill a party. Oh, absolutely. It's so, it's it's so, so easy. And... I'm gonna spoil something from our, our current campaign. I've, I, I've pulled a few punches because I don't want to kill you. Uh-huh. Not you personally, your character. Sorry, I guess just to <laughs> specify that. Um... <laughs> But like it, 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 we've, you guys have gotten close and I mean like I, I, could, I could do it. I could uh-huh. do it. I could do it, but I, I don't think me as a DM, I'm ready to kill a character yet. Okay. Uh, it's gonna happen eventually. Oh, absolutely. But it, it's just one of those things as a DM that I've never encountered and I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous to, to get there. Yeah, yeah, because I mean I don't want to I don't want to ruin someone's game, even though I think you know death in a fantasy world is is an interesting concept. Right. What happens if someone really gets kind of devastated that this character is dead? So, yeah, you know, it's just one of the one of the things that I struggle with yeah. with with actually doing. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> getting back on track with bugbears, though. So bugbears are a CR1 creature. Um, they don't have any multi-attack. They have, uh, I think, like 26 HP. Uh, their AC is kind of middling, middle of the road. Um, they don't have a multi-attack, like I said but they do additional like a, additional weapon damage dice. So okay. instead of hitting twice they just hit harder okay. because they're big brutes. And they also have an ambush attack and if they get if they get is uh, if they attack the target before they've moved in the first round. Yeah. Kind of like sneak attack, a right. little bit less less strong version of a sneak attack from a rogue. They can do that once per combat but once they have that once they've got it, it's 2d6 damage so it is a good amount of damage for a cr1 creature but after that they're just like meat sponges right, right? they're just like big brutes that you hit and they may run away okay. my idea after looking at the lore was to say how can i make this combat more interesting for them okay before i say my ideas do you have any
0: ideas so, they they can live in like groups, mm-hmm. but they they mainly are kind of solo wandering. No, out. no, no, no. They're they're mainly uh, other way around. They mainly live in gangs and families, but they can be solo. Okay, I was just thinking like encountering them. Are you encountering a? a gang of bugbears as you're walking through the woods or this is this is this is you as as i I'm parent. just in, like okay. in general like if if your average everyday encounter mm-hmm. I'm trying to trying to figure out what the recipe is before I start tweaking it and adding my own spice and mm-hmm. um, hmm if
1: you if you want to think about it, you can. I can get into mine if you want to think about it. Let us do a little bit.
0: Yeah, give me hit me with yours. Let okay. me see what let me see what you got, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll go from there. <clears throat> I'm so proud of myself. I've I've named each of these because I have I have
1: the gift of hindsight, so I don't expect. Yeah, it. that's fair. So <clears throat> I've titled each of these. <clears throat> the first one is called getting head. <laughs> <laughs> excited. <laughs> okay. So if you if you remember before, I mentioned the uh, the head, right and the on a pike, uh, on a pike, but the whispering of the head uh, and, and then making a spell, making the alarm spell. right, right, right. So the lore goes into a little bit of saying they could have like one sentence mixture mentions that they could have a head that's infused with an alarm spell. And I'm like, okay, that's cute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How can I make that better? Let me ask you this: What spell, if 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 a bugbear could have a spell that is infused in a head,
0: what would you put? Any can spell? I, can I be honest? I I, I imagined uh, like uh, <laughs> the way you were talking about it. What came to my mind as you were describing what we, like what you were just talking about. Was like stumbling upon like uh, a an uh, an altar, or or even having like uh, somebody tied up to like a a post, and they can't get away. And there are heads on pikes like surrounding it, like it's like it's an altar type thing. And then like if you go up and try and release this person who is trapped, then they all uh, fireball, (laughs) and they're all pointed at the middle. And so you're getting hit simultaneously with like. However many fireballs for the number of heads that you have. I can't tell you how happy I am that Fireball was the first, you <laughs> <he>
1: came <laughs> because that was mine too. Okay. But I, but I, I said okay, okay. Obviously the first one's gonna be Fireball that ever right, right, do, right. But okay, the spell that I chose was Haste.
0: Okay. Are you familiar with the spell Haste? Uh, I, I I'm. I've I've it's, seen it played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's like makes you dash in the opposite. No, 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 rem- no. No? no. Okay. No.
1: <clears throat> Haste is a is a beneficial buff. Mm-hmm. Haste gives you an additional plus two AC. It also gives you an additional action per turn, and it increases your movement speed. Okay. So I, I might be might be wrong on the like action yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but it, it gives it, it lets you do additional things. So the concept that I have is there is a head that maybe one of the larger bugbears is carrying. And this head, the eye sockets are glowing red. Okay. And all the bugbears, their eyes are glowing red as well. They're all under the effect of the hay spell. One of the caveats of the hay spell, because it's so strong, it's a concentration spell. So as soon as concentration drops, you lose a turn okay you if the players can identify that hey this head is making the bugbear stronger that can change the dynamic of the fight a little bit because the bugbears would be very lethal right given that opportunity of getting an additional attack mm-hmm. because not only that they're doing additional weapon damage twice
0: and also i'm sure increasing move speed increasing and- move speed and ac
1: yeah right the objective no longer becomes, hey, just punch through the AC. We need to get the head. Right. Okay. And as soon as they get the head, a few things could happen. Um, You know, you can say, hey, they just lose their turn now. Or, more interesting, you can just let players deliver the, you know, the the, the coup de grace or whatever it is, the the,
0: the killing blow as all the bugbears are down on the ground. See, my thought was, I'm assuming there's more than one head. Yes, but
1: this is this is there there can be more than one head. These are different scenarios yeah, that yeah. we're running through.
0: The way I was envisioning it as you were describing it mm-hmm. was multiple heads on pikes, mm-hmm. he has one on his belt. Which one of the heads Ooh, has the concentration? Mm-hmm. So you're having to pick a head and attack, and unless you have cleave rules on where you're swiping through multiple heads at a time mm-hmm. due to, you know, AC and hit points and whatnot, yeah. then you're having to pick one. And you pick that one, and oh, you picked the wrong one. And that—that's that, a really good idea for like like a higher level
1: of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. people who know what they're doing, right? They say, hey, but if like if you just want to like if you're doing a lower level campaign or newer players, mm-hmm. I would focus on just that one thing. Yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah, but that's a really good idea. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Right with me. Right so the next one I've called it Headfield. Okay. So. The heads don't always have to be on pikes. They can be buried in the ground. They can all still have fireball infused into them. I think you (laughs) have just created a minefield. Yes! Yes! (laughs) But it it changes the combat because no longer are you just whacking each other. You're now pushing each other in the mines and stuff. Uh. (laughs) But also, it doesn't have to be... Just the my. It doesn't have to be fireball.
0: You can defuse whatever in there. I, I, I've got a list. Go ahead go ahead, go ahead. go ahead. I'm picturing like heads of cabbage, so like the green leaves, but there's like also like a human head, or or like a cobalt head, or just whatever creatures' yeah. heads, but still with the green leafy things sticking out from the side. Yes. Yeah.
1: So like, okay. So think about, it, think about. It. There's there's the there's the big uh, uh, bugbear chieftain uh-huh in the room because there is a big uh, there's a bugbear chieftain stat block but all it is is just a more beefed up uh bugbear and he has a benefit called heart of hook or something and he gets like advantage on saving throws it's so dumb okay so there's like ah, whatever so give put the bugbear chieftain in there and then have like loose mounds of dirt around in the in the uh his den or his pit or whatever like that yeah so during combat he's not hitting the players he's taking his action to shove them into these mines
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I thought that was i'm like okay
1: that's such a cooler thing because every like is is he just he's not trying to hit me trying to push me why is he trying to push me why is he using a shove action yeah why is he why yeah that's so dumb (laughs) Do you want to hear the list of spells that other than Fireball that you can put in? Yeah, hit,
0: hit me with the list.
1: Uh, what if the. Okay, so. Fuck. Okay. You could have sleep. Okay. Sleep go off. Hold person. Grease. Web. Darkness. Silence. Stinking cloud. Spirit guardians. Ooh. Lastly, there's most much for one Animate Dead step on the head and it animates and it becomes a little bitty rolly head and it's rolling around biting people. Oh. <laughs> what, like what is, Evil what is dead the style. speed of a head? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> 20 feet. <laughs> but it's just it's just this like just
0: straight out of Evil yeah. Dead this head rolling and yeah. just biting you. See whenever you said animate dead I pictured like the head's body pops up like behind somebody. That's funny. And so the head is watching from from like the left <laughs> side of the person, and the body pops up on the right, and it's coming after them. And I'm like, oh, that's good too. I like that. That's but funny. You, like you can you could attack the body and try and like take it out and kill mm-hmm. it or whatever. But or you could focus your attack on the head and try and break the concentration of the spell. Or you could just cover sure. the head with a blanket. You, just, <laughs> you slap it, just like just across the face. Just slap it, and it spins on the pike, and you're not sure where it is. It's like which which way am I pointing? It was that tree? Is it on my left or the right? <laughs> so the head is just like the body just
1: running around. I mean, that's happened in movies, right? There's, there's been like, a, like the head has been sitting there. And like the like the headless bodies running around oh, trying to like, like I'm thinking to, like... death becomes
0: her. Yes, Do you remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that when they're when they're dead, like one, the and, like one of them falls down the stairs and her head is completely turned around, but mm-hmm. she's trying to walk, but mm-hmm. she's discombobulated because her head is facing <laughs> the wrong direction. <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
1: I came up like 20 minutes before you came here. I came up with another one. Okay, <laughs> and it's called "Go Ahead and Hit Me." <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. Go on, go okay. on. Okay, so you have a bugbear. Okay. He has all these severed heads strapped to his body, each of them loaded with Hellish Rebuke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's> so,
1: <laughs> anytime they attack the bugbear, there's a small chance that Hellish Rebuke could fire off back at the players. <laughs> You all can't see this but James is just he has his, his oh, I have face taken my glasses hands. off. I'm <laughs> pressing my
0: fingers into my eyes. I, the the great thing about this podcast and and doing it with you Ryan is hearing all of the amazing things that you can come up with from the the dark depths of your mind. <laughs> Uh, the the terrible thing is knowing that these things are inevitably going to come back to haunt me Absolutely. as a player in your campaign. That's so important. You're not, not going to know when. Because <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. I forget what we talked about week to week, let alone every other week playing our campaign. And... He, He could do this literally like a week from today. We're recording on a Sunday. A week from today, he could put this into our campaign. He'll be like, you're walking out of the mines. And you notice, heads on pikes. Is there an evil miner somewhere? We don't know. What? A bugbear? And then I'm like, oh, son of a... God damn it! (laughs) I
1: I, I was sitting there. I was doing my notes. I was writing stuff. And I was like... I was like, okay, what are their spells? And then, and then I thought, I thought of originally the mine idea, and then I thought of hellish rebuke stepping on it and then triggering hellish rebuke. I said, okay, that's cool. Let me write that. And I wrote that down. And I'm like, what if, what if the head? Because they mentioned heads are like on their sides of their hip as like trophies. What if he had like all like just covered in severed ears? Like uh, yeah, (laughs) and they were all just loaded with hellish (laughs) rebuke.
0: Oh, I have one more. Oh, is it the shrunken heads? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shrunken heads are like grenades. Ooh. You could throw Ooh. shrunken heads, yeah. and then, oh, yeah. A, okay,
1: okay. In Warhammer, that's an actual thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, okay. Uh, Nurgle, the Godfather of Pestilence, his armor—they have uh, like biological <laughs> weapons that are infused into heads, so they throw these heads that are like filled with like. Pus and stuff like that,
0: it spreads plague. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wait. Nurgle? Yeah, I talked about Nurgle. The godfather of pestilence. Yeah,
1: I talked about Nurgle last episode. Yeah. Very briefly. I don't want to get too much into no, it. No, no, well, it's Warhammer well, stuff. Just, whew, but, a,
0: we're, we're really talking about people who hated their kids. Okay. Like naming them things like Nurgle. Don't you dare ever <laughs> speak ill
1: of Papa Nurgle. <laughs> You son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so get, back to D&D. get
1: back to D&D. This one is called Time Out. Okay. Do you remember the uh, the quote previously about the murderous energy? Yes. Yeah, so they're not built for extended periods of combat. Right, right, of right. Combat. So, the fight is with the big bugbear chieftain. okay. At the start of combat, he is brutal. He is devastating. Next round of combat, he's, a little, he's, he's tired a little bit. You can tell. He's he's gasping for breath. He's, his, his breathing is getting heavier. Maybe next round, he's getting even just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth round of combat, he calls a timeout. <laughs> he's a timeout, timeout, timeout game off car's coming this this this, this, car this two things can happen one most likely thing is the players just push the advantage but it just gets to the point where he's just like on the ground in the fetal position just going stop stop kicking me (laughs) which is funny another option they agree to the timeout. And they sit, and you have an RP session with the bugbear chiefs, and there's like maybe like bottles of water and like towels, and they're just like, just like in their fight
0: corners. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing King Hippo from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, where uh, uh, where like oh, you, he? you he, he he's a great big guy wears a crown, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you you can punch him and punch him and punch him, and and nothing happens. Like he doesn't lose any health whatsoever, unless you punch him like when his stomach is exposed and then you keep punching him and then once he falls down once he's down like he can't get back up he's so big Mm -hmm. so once you knock him down he's down for the rest of the, the count and and you win so like that's that's what i'm picturing like okay he's taking a little bit of damage taking a little bit of damage He's he's tired, he's tired. He's he's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. I've realized I can't win right now. Can we can we pause? Let's just talk it out. Let's just yeah, yeah. What do you what do you what is what is your guys' end goal here? <laughs>
1: I I love the contrast of just this brutal fight and then in the middle of it going like I can't I hate anymore. I'm just so tired. can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> And it's
0: it's like a it's like a three a.m. bar fight. Everybody's everybody's feeling real good. They've all had a couple of drinks, and they start swinging and literally two three swings at most. And then they're holding each other, trying to not swing and trying to get the other guy to not swing because they both realize they're out of gas and there's <laughs> nothing left. But they don't want to lose like that cool factor of I beat somebody up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Those are all the ideas that I have for the combat. All right. Is there anything you'd like to add any other ideas that you have? I think I think the the one thing I was picturing was like walking through like a like a dark wood at night and like the uh, the path is like lined every so often with like a head on a pike and mm-hmm. you, you don't know what's going on and you're just like what in the that? mm-hmm. That's weird. Guys, we should really be on the lookout. We should, you know, be like keep keep your eyes open and then like you get to a point and that's when like you're you're surrounded at this point by all of these heads and then whatever the triggering event is that you know they all like all their eyes light up simultaneously and then you're you're hit with you know fireballs or mm-hmm. or like when you said haste my thought was it makes like And I'm sure you could do this like as a as a homebrew mechanic, I guess. If somebody's like an enemy is casting haste on you, it's not to your advantage; it would be to your detriment. Mm -hmm. So haste means like whenever you say, "Okay, I'm going to move ten feet this way," you don't realize this, but haste makes you actually move twenty feet, (laughs) (laughs) and so you move past where you thought you were going to go. Because if you were under the spell and you didn't know what it did, Mm -hmm. that would you wouldn't know how to accommodate. So it's kind of like a disadvantage for your first turn. Like, oh, I have I have to be within five feet of this guy to swing with my sword, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to move ten feet to where I'm within five feet of him. But the, and the DM's just like, actually, because they cast haste on you, you ran twenty feet. So you tried to stop in front of him, but you couldn't. You, you went twice as far past him. But that's your movement. Do you want to you know do you want to try and move back mm-hmm. and just kind of make that as like a it's, it's not like a, it's extra danger, but it's an extra thing you have to account for. In making your movement and thinking ahead, and yeah, that is pretty funny. Yeah. I do like that. Um, another thing you could do, you could do slow. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You could do you could do slow on them, but um, you could have them set up to where they don't all cast at the same time. Like one round, the head ca- one head cast to haste. The next round, a different head <laughs> cast slow. But like damn it, I thought I had to run <laughs> this far to get here.
1: But yeah, I so like you know, just looking at the stat block. You wouldn't know anything about the backstory about the heads, and the heads were the biggest contributing factor to, yeah. to every single combat encounter. So as, as soon as I read that, I'm like, I know exactly where I'm going with this. I know exactly where I want to go with these heads, and it, it, it makes it makes those creatures so much more dynamic. Yeah, it takes the simple, boring. Oh, we ambush, and hey, we got nothing else. We're we got nothing else. So let's run. Right, because. Hit and run tactic creatures actually really they're really boring and frustrating to deal with. Any time the players are hit with guerrilla tactics, which is what they would do, like the what the monsters would do, but it's not fun for the players, right? Because it's just someone running up, poking you with a stick, and then running away. You're like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, it makes the retribution so much sweeter, but you know, you you you, you have to, it's a delicate balance. But I could see how that would be frustrating to players. But having these. Uh, the, you know uh, the, the, this head mechanic I, I'm just like that's so much yeah. interesting yeah in my opinion <clears throat> so that's everything I have for that one I have one final chapter okay hit me with it okay and this this will be where we can wrap up the episode or, or do whatever we want to but each of these creatures <clears throat> they all have art associated with them okay okay <laughs> We're gonna rate how bangable these creatures are.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm down.
1: Okay. Sure. All right. So I'm I'm gonna show an image, and then okay. we're we're gonna put them on a tier. Okay. I've got A through D. No, no. Excuse me. S through D. Okay. S tier. Highest tier. Stone cold sober. Okay. A tier is a single shot. A little bit. Little. Take the edge off a little bit. Okay. B is buzzed, vibe and feeling good, but we're still making okay decisions. C, completely drunk. Okay. D is don't. <laughs> all right, are you ready? Let's take it here, let's take it here, let me go ahead. So, you, you, you get the rules, everything makes sense. Do you have any questions before I show you this image? Yeah, no, give it to me, give it to me. Okay, all right. So, this is the image I'm going to show you. Okay. Okay. We got the bugbear here. We got we got male and female bugbear. Okay. What's what, what are what are the things that you noticed first whenever you look at this image? There's a male and a female bugbear in this image I'm sh- currently showing James.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so I'm going to the the very um mm-hmm. it's okay to come on Very outside. very amply endowed uh, yep. on the on the on the female bugbear's big part. old tits. Yep, that that yep, that, that's those are words. Uh <laughs> this this image is what inspired this to me. I'm like, fuck it.
1: Look at that tits on that thing. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, But even,
1: even the, even the male, okay, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, I was going to say,
0: she's, she's also, I'm, I mean, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, a A badonkanon kind of, well, no, I was going to say, I'm just like a, A straight, heterosexual, cisgendered white male Just, you know Cream of wheat right here I regret saying that so much (laughs) That was so (laughs) offensive, I'm so sorry I I uh, don't genuinely mean that It
1: was a shitty thing I said,
0: sorry (laughs) uh, But yeah, so I'm I'm focusing most of my attention On the female bugbear Uh, I'm going to go the other way, it's okay That's fair Um, I I think after that comment, you legally have to Yeah, (laughs) if, if not (laughs) <laughs> Some someone's
1: going to come out. i be canceled I, before I even have a following.
0: I am noticing uh, she is wearing earrings, mm-hmm. so she cares about her appearance. Uh, I feel like she could have matched the earrings to the head that she's wearing on her belt.
1: Ooh, um, matching earrings. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay we're, we're, my yeah. my
0: teenage daughter teaches me about these things. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen worse. He's can seen I, worse. I can I say? <laughs> Okay. Talking, talking about three a.m. at the bar, okay. I, I have seen worse. Okay, uh, okay. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so 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 hold your rating now. Okay, okay. okay. So <clears throat> I'm going go to go the other one. So you talked primarily about the female in this image, and she is she is like like big uh, big mommy energy. right, right. Is right. the way is the way I was the way I would I would get that. But the male, I mean, very muscular, very hairy, very like big daddy energy. You know? You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, he's a guy who could provide.
1: Yeah. He, could, yeah, provide for short periods of time, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, okay. So, so I have mine. I, I have my rating. Do you have your rating in mind? Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: How do you want to do this? Do you want to? Do you, want to do you, want, uh, you want me to say mine first? Or you go your No, first? I'll go. I'll go first on okay. this one. Okay. Um, yeah. I,
0: you know what? Uh, not the worst I've seen. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say with a bath uh-huh, okay. and uh, maybe no 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 no, no. We're, we're adding stipulation. I'm just saying um, no. no I'm, I'm gonna get okay. to my, my I'm gonna get to my rating. Okay okay with a bath and uh, uh, like a, a set of wall clippers like you you have for your dog <laughs> uh, could could get up to a B. But as is, uh, I'm gonna go C tier. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm, I was going A. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. In in the hierarchy
1: of monsters, that
0: that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's no beholder or anything like that. Like, like,
1: (laughs) okay, okay. I see where your fetish lies. I I, I like eyes. I I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I guess. Okay. All right. So let's. How about how about how about we meet the middle? Okay, we we go a solid B for this character. I think that's fair. I think that's the very yeah. first monster that we have up there to be Yeah, to be yeah. Buzz. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's more than a beer buzz. I'm, we're we're a couple of shots of tequila in on this one. So, but not yeah. but not completely drunk. Yeah, no, we're still able to talk. We're still able to convince people we can drive. Can the buzz? <laughs> <laughs> Once
1: can- again, only joking. <laughs> I make terrible jokes. I'm so sorry. Uh,
0: so I mean, are we? Uh, I lost what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, uh, yeah, that we can converse though, right? Like bugbears, can they can they speak? Yes, they can speak. Okay, yeah, cool. They, yeah, they, they, they I are. I mean, that's are, that's they, really. Yeah, I got to be able to have a conversation.
1: That's, we're, I'm we're, just saying, we're not looking at soulmates. We're just looking at like how likely would based on appearance, how likely would you be to fuck this monster? That's that's what we're looking at. We're not looking at anything. We are looking at surface <laughs> level. We are judging the book by its cover. That's all we're doing. I think you might have delved a little bit too deep. I
0: appreciate it. I'm just you
1: took the assignment and you ran with it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So knowing that information, do you change your rating? No, I'm I'm, gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my C. You went A, so we'll we'll average it out to a B. Okay. Um, This image right here is from the fourth edition. Okay. Uh, Fourth edition, Bugbear. Um,
1: (laughs) I saw that. I'm like, I'm like.
0: Oh, cool! It's a female bugbear. Damn,
1: we're going old Because this is this is the fifth edition, and honestly, the fifth edition bugbear from like okay from like from like you know you know Harry Daddy vibes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I saw him walking out of a bar in St. Louis once. Yeah, yeah. Was he wearing leather? Yeah, absolutely. Was wearing leather I mean, it hair. was a leather bar. It's it's right next to a brewery. Yeah, that and, is
1: uh, that is big leather daddy energy.
0: That is big the the yeah 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 yeah
1: so are you still feeling comfortable about your b i mean yeah yeah All right, well, about your c my c averaging. your b yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as long as we leave my d out of it
1: yeah don't uh, yeah. <laughs> uh there is you know honestly there's probably going to be a lot of monsters that we talk about that go in the d category <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i i was very happy that you know it's like you know what respectable yeah yeah respectable yeah we could definitely we could definitely make that yeah, yeah, happen yeah yeah yeah, we could definitely make that happen so that's that's everything that I have that's uh, that's where I'm gonna end and wrap up like that is there anything you would like to add to my bugbear my bugbear shit show <laughs> I, I
0: I feel like I feel like uh, Build-A-Bear is really missing out on uh, the oh god fuck a bear oh no no <laughs> Guys, uh, Build-A-Bear, if you'd like to reach out and be a sponsor for the if podcast. You, just um, don't reach out with a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, just uh, you be polite about it. We'll, <laughs> like we said, we, we, we'll, we'll we'll be more than happy to talk about it. You just imagine us sitting in a room with
1: a bunch of executives. about. Okay, so the whole Fuck-A-Bear comment thing, we weren't serious. No,
0: not at all. Unless. Unless. Oh, yes. yeah, I mean, I mean, they do have, you do know about the Build-A-Bear After Dark line, right? It, Wait, okay, hold on. I, I'm not joking. This is not a joke. This is a real thing. Uh, Build-A-Bear has... Uh, you can Google it if you so choose. I am Google Build-A-Bear... Right uh, I know they did last year, and I assume it's an every year thing. Uh, they come out around Valentine's Day with, like, sexy teddy bears where you can order them on the website. They don't keep them in the bins with the teddy bears <laughs> that the kids walk into the mall, and they're like, Daddy, please! No. Uh, these are more for the... Okay. These are more for the adults that say, "Daddy, please." Okay. Uh, okay. okay. They come okay. with things like okay. handcuffs okay. and you know leather corsets, uh, and uh, they're the same teddy bears. Okay. Okay. Just some uh, little
1: little after dark fun. So I'm I'm looking at them. One's dressed like Hugh Hefner. One's got
0: like broad panties.
1: My mind went somewhere way worse. Yeah,
0: you were you were stuffing that bear, weren't you? I was thinking you had like. <laughs> Fleshlight and bear combined. I mean, I feel like uh, we've mentioned other podcasting sponsors, Adam and Eve. If you are interested in a new venture, I don't think we'll be more than, than be happy interested to- in that. <laughs> All right, I got a great idea for your company.
1: You put a you put a pussy <laughs> on a bear, <laughs> and it not fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so I think, I don't know where I go after that one. I'm just going to say. That's it, fair. So if,
0: uh, one thing I do want to bring up, because we, we didn't bring it up last time, uh, I if someone were interested in adding a bugbear mm-hmm. to their campaign, and uh, they were looking for, say, uh, a mini of said bugbear uh, that was professionally painted uh, and of high quality, uh, where where could they look for something like that?
1: Well, let's let's talk something. So about the painted part of it, um, I could do that because you, I see what you're doing. You're trying to go with my Etsy shop. Yeah. I, so I guess it's never been mentioned. I do have an Etsy shop, and I do do some, some paint jobs. By the way, if you're here from an Etsy shop, because you spoke directly to me, um, I'm sorry you have to interact with me personally. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you for your, your help. Um, uh, I do have uh, an Etsy shop, it's called Have Many Will Paint. Um, I do contract, I get the licensing from a lot of like independent vendors, and um, I, have, I do have a set of bugbears up on my shop. They're not painted, Okay, but it's just a uh, they come in 3D printed and then I ship them to you. Nice. And then you can paint them yourself. Um, I have I have an example of my paint job in the advertisement for it. I do have that. Okay. So um, and I, I don't know about high quality. Okay, like mid tier. Let's not let's not hype up my. Let's paint. not
0: let's not but, let him talk down about himself.
1: Well, see, I mean, if if you come at me like. Yeah, I do a pretty good job. You know, it's good. People are going to have an expectation. But, you know, if, if I lower their expectations, then they're more likely to be pleasantly here's, surprised.
0: Here's what That's... I'm going to say. I'm going to say, uh, if you want a uh, a less than stellar paint job, yeah! you can put in the comments of your Etsy order, I want James to paint this one. <laughs>
1: I, that would it, be so it, much fun. It costs
0: the same amount. <laughs> uh, I will use the same amount of paint, so you're gonna get the same amount of product. Um, but <laughs> no, it will shoot, be shoot, shoot. at my discretion what this <laughs> mini will look like. Um, I uh, just just so just so we're clear. Um, when it comes to style and and uh, artistic vision, uh, Ryan is wearing a, a very nice uh, T-shirt. And jeans combo he's uh he's he's got a nice quaffed hair nice trimmed beard uh i am in a uh a peachy orange t-shirt gym shorts checkerboard socks and a pork tenderloin sandwiches minor league baseball team hat so uh i'll let you guys decide whose uh, style you would like on those minis um style is subjective style yeah style is, is subjective art subjective, subjective. Quality, it's, it's let's just be honest, the, the quality is in the mini itself, and, and, and Ryan's Ryan's minis are very, very quality. Um, but yeah, if, if you are interested in anything like that, you can go to uh, Ryan's uh, Etsy shop, and there's actually a link to that on our website, powerworddumb.com. Cool, you got that up and running? Yeah, we've got we we've got a link to the Etsy shop on the website. Oh, so cool. if you scroll down, there's a picture of uh, one of Ryan's minis. You can click on that, and it will take you directly to the Etsy shop.
1: That's my that, that's my favorite miniature that you used. Yeah, that is, that, and I, I picked it totally <laughs> at random.
0: I was really? just like, that's a really, yeah, I like that one. Uh-huh. Let's go with
1: that. Yeah. Um, like I, I want the opportunity to paint for a lot of people, but it does take a lot of time to, to, to paint for. So Absolutely, like, absolutely. You know, I think I've mentioned a challenge I would like, to do with you i'm not going to mention on the air because oh my god yeah 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 um if this was what i did full time maybe i could talk about it but um i'll talk about it you off air but um i think that's a good point to wrap it up so oh absolutely i i went ahead and and i wrote the 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 exit intro yeah go for it okay so i want to thank everyone for listening if you um if you like today's show. You know, let me know in the comments. I mean, the the ratings, they they mean a lot, you know, to us because, you know, we we don't do this for it. We do it because we love the D&D, and it's, and it's just been really fun to, to hang out with James and everything like that. But it doesn't mean a lot if you can, you know, leave the review. And it doesn't have to be a glowing review. You can tell us, hey, you talk a little bit too fast. Can you slow it down? You know, you that stuff is actually very valuable to us. Um you know it's but and, and and I want to know what interests you guys. Uh this was something that that I I kind of retrofitted into my style and everything like that and and I had a lot of fun with it but you know a lot of the things that I realize as DMing is other people have better ideas than me. <laughs> so I, you know I we're still experimenting with with what we want to do with the podcast. So if you have any ideas or any input that you would like to see, like to see us do, I mean, eventually I would like us to start hosting our games on the yeah. podcast. Um, that does take a little bit more setup and stuff like that because we have so many fucking people in the game. We might have to start a new game with with less people if we're ever going to do that. Yeah. Um, but just any any input whatsoever would be great. Just. Even if you want to say, hey, Ryan, you smell nice today,
0: you know? You know what? Hey, Ryan, you smell nice today. Thanks, man. I mean, nobody else is going to say it because I'm the only one in the room with you, but I'll be honest. You smell pretty nice. They could lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> lie to me. No. Um, but yeah, I want to thank everyone.
1: You know, Really, thanks for giving us your time. If you, if you made it this far, even if you don't leave a review, still thanks for being here because especially after the asinine things that we've said (laughs) If you still soldiered through and made it to the end that that says a lot so thank you from us to you
0: absolutely it sounds like a fantastic spot for us to dip out Mm -hmm. Uh, I have been James I will always be Ryan alrighty thank you guys for listening to the Power Word Dumb Podcast (laughs) thanks guys